Welcome to the Big Fucking Feelings Podcast, a show on how to use psychology to process your emotions, train your brain, and deal with being a human. And now, me, your host, psychology major, corporate badass, and certified life coach, Michelle Kevill. Hello, everyone. I hope you are well. And if not, I got you. At least you are here. My name is Michelle Kevill, and I help high-achieving corporate women feel passionate about their job again. I hope you're doing well. I am so busy right now. I have probably changed by the time you receive this. I still have one more spot left in the Epic Work and Life program. Things are busy with my business, my wedding, my corporate job. I'm loving life and technically I am procrastinating from the strategy planning (laughs) that I'm meant to be doing in my business right now. I just did a story on it as well. Because it is interesting how in new areas we will sometimes revert to old habits that we used to do or ones that I used to do in my corporate job. Um, And I may do a little another story, sorry, or a topic or a podcast episode specifically on that one. But thank God that I'm a coach and that I have a coach because we picked up on it and I know how to revert and what I need to do to move towards my goals and what I need to do so I can provide you all with some amazing content. But today's topic has come from a few new clients that I have who are going through something similar. So I'm sharing it here today and that is career transitions, which I've never talked about before, but I have gone through one uh, really early on in my career, which I want to talk about with you. And I'm talking about how, how to do it, right? And not just how to do it, right? Because I don't doubt you yourself, if you are going through one right now, say you are marketing to analytics or like a completely really different industry altogether. Like maybe you're coming out of like, you're a nurse into corporate, vice versa. I don't know. Give any examples here. There is a lot of people will tell you like actions you can take, right? Like things you can do. And I feel like there's so much information out there on how to build those skills, how to get into that right area. But you know me, that's not what I want to talk about today. <laughs> What's missing is all the mindset work that comes underneath it. Because what I tell everyone and my current clients at the moment who are going through this is that it's a whole new ball game. Like you're restarting again. So all the thoughts that you had when you started your first original career, guess what? You haven't dealt with those. They're going to come back to bite you in the butt. They're going to come back and they're going to replay and it's going to happen. There's going to be a whole heap of drama a whole heap of stuff around if I'm good enough, can I do this, do I have the skills, is this the right thing, questioning if what you're doing is right, should I just stay where I'm at and what I know. So I want to talk to you about and give you some really good mindset tips on what you need to be doing to be facilitating and hold yourself up during this time. Because a lot of this stuff that you're doing, this transition, a lot of you are applying for a ton of jobs and that process in and of itself is really hard when you have thoughts like you're not good enough and as we all know and I I've, actually don't say this all the time but I do say this to my clients applying for jobs is a numbers game and funny enough I've always treated it that way but what typically happens is 
you're on your way, you're doing all the right things. Here's a problem. You're doing all the trainings, all the things that you're supposed to do, all the networking events, you're building up this momentum. Then you get to the point where you start applying for roles and nothing, nothing is happening. And you think there's something wrong with you. Something is going wrong. Oh my God. You start to think that, oh my God, maybe I should have just stayed where I'm at. Maybe I I should have never done this. This was so stupid. I don't want to like do this. Oh my God. And likely you think, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. Like this is like, I'm because think about it, right? And this is the, this is the problem I see overall. There are all these trainings and tools around how to like build up your skills, but there is nowhere near enough work on when you are applying for these jobs how to really just manage yourself, how to like tweak your resume, how to find out what, what's working and what's not working. In, like It's like the job process part I feel is completely forgotten. And because it is a numbers game, it, that's why it's so important to be working on how you're feeling during all of this because you do not know how many people I know before coaching who've just come to the point where it's like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I'm just going to quit and give up. And it has nothing to do with the situation whatsoever. It's all to do with what they're believing. Because you think that the problem is with you. There is inherent quality. You also get given all this other bullshit. Like, there are just, you know, there's too much competition, too many things in your field. You're starting at the, you know, all this other stuff that make you believe that, oh, well, there's no point in doing this. I'll use analytics as an example, as I have a few people who are moving on into analytics. Whole thing is like, oh, what's the point? Like there's so many analysts out there when I actually have contrary evidence to say that, no, we actually need, we need more and there are a ton of jobs for them. And the problem you get is because there's not enough evidence that like this is working for you is you just go inward, you blame yourself. And then ultimately what I see people coming, like you give up. Really, you give up on your dreams. You don't want to do it anymore. You're a complete burnout. You're low. You don't want to apply for jobs anymore. You keep putting it off. You're procrastinating, but then you shame yourself for procrastinating because you should be applying for jobs. But every time you do it, it feels gross. And maybe you're over perfecting on your resume and everything. And what's the point? It doesn't work. And ultimately, being in this emotional state does not get you the job. Because one, you're not taking enough action, but how the hell are you meant to show up? Like when you talk about yourself in like a cover letter or an interview, if you are just trying to prove your worth or get your worth and like feeling good enough from a job application and from other people during the interview, it's a completely different energy versus I have skills, I'm valuable, I'm willing to learn, like this is what I want to do. Like instead of just being like proud of where you are versus looking at, oh my God, I've started so late compared to everyone else and this is sucks. And think about it. If you are stuck here in this place, you're not going to achieve your goals of like moving on into that transition or you're going to make it really like it's going to be painful. It's going to take so much longer. The good news is I'm going to give you some tips to help, to help push you in the right direction. But first, I do want to tell you about my program because my program can help you. It's called the Epic Work and Life Program. It's a six-month one-on-one coaching program with me 
I help you. We have eight steps that we go through and I'm helping you master like this exact skill. How to like show up believing in your fucking goal, believing that you are so good and showcasing that to the world so that you can get that job. This is what I mean when I say it is honestly like, yes, it's a numbers game. You can go out there, you can apply for a ton of jobs. You also need to have the right energy behind that. It's one of the first things that we will be working on together. My current clients are transitioning at such a rapid pace. They are applying for jobs. They are getting interviews. They are moving forward. They are finally out of the rut and on their way to securing that job of their dreams and the area that they want to go into. So book in a discovery call. Link is in the show notes. Find out if this program is a really good fit for you because I really do like I was you so many years ago, but without thought work, I transitioned from human resources to data analytics. I did not study IT or even do any courses. I had a HR and standard business degree. I worked in an area where it was like analytics, but I was doing admin at the time while I was finishing off my degree. And I just had a you know really good flair with numbers that I was asked to stay on. And the drama that I had believing if I was good enough. And then from there, when I was applying for other analytics roles, like moving on to the next step, I just didn't feel adequate enough to everyone else out there who knew all the different types of like coding languages and stuff like that. I thought, oh my God, no, I had to do this a certain way or I need more training and like all these thoughts are just bullshit that's just holding you back. It is not true. And it's that fear of like not being good enough, not being seen perfectly and making mistakes, which especially just drags women down so much. And I am a, such a completely different person through the experiences over those years that I've gone through that now like coaching has just helped immensely with that. I just show up now just like, yep, this is what I can do. Like I have I have a deep belief in my capability to be able to figure things out. I'm not like there's that statistic where it's like women only apply for roles that are like 100, you know, they meet 100% of the criteria, but men it's like, I don't know, 50%. I am like that now because I know that I have fucking capability to figure it out. I know that I can go there and be like, hey, this is a skill that you have, skill that I'm working on right now. But you know what you get instead? You get someone with determination who's able to learn, who has the ability to do that. Like if you look at my whole career, so many people, especially in the early days, used to be like the transition. Why do you go from HR to analytics? And they were so inspired by my story because I was just like, fuck it. I don't have to stay in the one degree that I want to learn. I can change if I want to. And you can too. But you just got to come up with that really good energy to do it. So that's my spiel. But now (laughs) I will go into the tips. So this is the key tip that I'm going to give you right now. Okay. Everyone else is inadequate because the biggest, this is the most common theme that I see amongst my clients right now and other people when it comes to this. It's the whole, I've started too late. Like I'm too behind compared to everyone else. Everyone else is saying the same thing. There are people who are like, I don't know, senior analysts or whatever. And they are saying the same thing because they want to move up to the next stage. Everybody is always wanting to move up to the next stage all the time. I see it so constantly. I see it all at different levels. Everyone is judging themselves. You need to ask yourself, how the hell is being in this mindset of, oh, I'm behind? 
how does it also in a way allow you to stay where you're at right now and give up on your dream? Because if you give up on your dream, guess what? You don't have to deal with this mind drama anymore. So it's all this evidence that you're giving yourself that you're not good enough. It's not going to work. It's, you know, nothing I do is working. Is that also just like your sneaky little brain coming in and being like, well, if you just give up, then we can just stay where we're at right now. Because remember, guys, your brains want to stay comfortable. They do not want to expand. My brain did not want me to start a life coaching business and a podcast and posts and TikTok because it was like, no, we haven't done it before. And guess what? Podcasts feel so freaking natural to me because I've just been doing it for so long now. I've just gotten better at it over time, trial and error. The second thing is you need to really be noting all the thoughts that you have. Like just, and this is so important, before you go out and write a ton of jobs and start applying for stuff, right? I want you to really write out all the thoughts that you have about the situation and about yourself as well in handling the situation. Awareness is honestly so powerful. Because these are the thoughts that are keeping you stuck. The one that I hear all the time is like, I'm underqualified. I don't know enough, which ultimately is the same thought of I'm not good enough. I hear underqualified a lot. And to me, that's just like another. It's your brain saying I want to blame it on something external versus going inward and realizing that you just deep down don't believe that you have the skills capability. Like you're just not you're not good enough for that role. This thought, guys. You really need to be challenging this thought because it's so sneaky. I have seen people who've gone to apply for, don't want to apply for certain roles, even though they meet the criteria because they don't, they have all these reasons as to why they don't meet this criteria. Like, oh, but I haven't done this, this and this. And it's like, we go through it and it's like, you have done this and like transferable skills, which, oh my God, so important, everyone transferable skills you can only see how the skills in your previous role or whatever training you've done transfer into this role when you get in this mindset of I have the capability to figure this out because your brain is so afraid of failure and like you know acting like a fool or something like that it will then give you evidence unless that job criteria does not meet like a hundred percent of everything that you've done you won't even go and I've, I've always found that so weird and I'll tell you why it is like it is not possible ever for you to meet the whole criteria of a resume I'm gonna let you in a little secret they don't want you to either because guess what you meet 100% of that resume then you are probably gonna move on pretty quickly they want you to be a little you know variable within the role so you have time to develop and grow in the role it's like having I don't know how a good example of this sometimes the example I like to use is like a shoe they want the shoe to have a little bit of room so you can grow into it you know don't want you to grow, like like a kid like kids with shoes right let's take that as an example here uh, growing kids with shoes they don't want it to fit exact I know this is such a bad example because you do need you need the shoes need to fit on the kid but I'm going with it I'm just going to continue on If it completely fits with the kid, then they're going to grow outgrow the shoe, right? So they want a little bit of wiggle room and they want to like learn, develop you, like get you in there, experiencing everything, get you like, get you up. Not just like it's a stepping stone onto your, your next job, like somewhere else, like really cultivate the talent within you. And the next tip, which frankly 
it's harder to do over a podcast. It's more something that I do one-on-one with my clients and in my Epic Work Life program. It really is managing your emotions. It really is navigating and weathering the storms of how you're feeling right now. It's probing what your brain is giving you. It is knowing how to develop and have your own back in those moments when you want to give up and to keep going and know the next best step. And look, the next best step for you might be just booking in a discovery call with me. I go on about this because this program is, it's 10 years, frankly, of what I've gone through, plus coaching condensed into a six month one-on-one program. The value that you are getting is insane because I wish I had this when I was starting off in my career. The mindset to be able to truly just believe in myself, to go out for my goals, to show up at any, you know, interview or when I'm writing jobs and really just be believing that this is working and that I have the capability to do this. It is such a different flow state. It's something that like it really shines through in how you talk about yourself. That's what I mean. When you really believe that, I see it in my clients and I see it in myself. How you write about yourself in the resume, in the cover letter, on the interview, it's completely different. It's like a confident energy that people, especially during the interview process, they will resonate with. And then you'll get the job. And then guess what? I am there with you right in there when the like those crazy thoughts start popping up about things, about you know this project you're doing is taking you longer than expected compared to everyone else, blah, blah, blah. And you get to master the skill in any of those moments, being able to switch your energy from like complete overwhelm, you know, feeling deflated and defeated to real confidence and belief that things are working and that they are going to get done. To go to the show notes, to book in a call. And if you want to hear more little tidbits like this, more things that I can't always cover in this episode, Head to my Instagram, Facebook, TikTok are so much stuff and valuable free things for you to go there as well. It's also going to help you along this journey too. I would love to, I don't want to say see you because I guess I don't see you, but I'd love for you to see me and my face pop up on your Instagram stories telling you how to manage your mind and I was about to say how to manage your wine, how to manage your mind and really like love your career again. Because this this stuff was really hard when I had to go through it myself. But it can be easier when you have someone like me kind of poking and prodding you in a good way um, along the way, especially if it's even just on your phone. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Hey, are you feeling super overwhelmed on the weekend? You just cannot stop thinking about work and you really wish there was an off button. Well, you should sign up for my five day challenge how to disconnect from work and enjoy your weekend again in a way that actually works for you, not against you. Doom scrolling on social media or binging Netflix. That's a thing of the past. I'm going to teach you a secret that I only share with my one-on-one clients that I'll be sharing for free in this challenge. Over the next five days, we're going to go through why you keep worrying, how to handle the top three most common weekend worries, and a step-by-step guide on how to get you out of anxiety and back into calm so you can truly enjoy your time off. Link is in the show notes below to sign up. We start on Wednesday, the 22nd of November. I'll see you there.